come with me, we're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And hey, I hope everybody's doing great this week. We have a fun episode for you. We're going to go like a virgin. You're not going to sing? Sailed for the very first time. Oh, clever. Like a virgin with your sailors. Next to mine. (laughs) <laughs> whoa, 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 Anyway, uh, before we get into that, we are going to uh, say thank you to everybody who has supported the podcast, especially those of you that do the reviews over on iTunes, the five stars and the words. They are very, very helpful. So thank you very much for that. And uh, let's get on with it. We got a couple emails to go through here before we get into the meat of the episode. And uh, I think the first one we should talk about is this one from uh, Scott. It's a complaint. Yeah. Our first emailed complaint. Well, it's not our first. Well, that's true. We got one from Bessie the cow, too. That's true. And I think we had another one, too, that was actually for real. But it was a mild complaint. Anyway, uh, did you want to read this one or you want me to read this one? It's up to you. What do you think? Okay, I'll, I'll read it. Okay, read it. then I'll read the other one. Okay, complaint. Dear Mr. Matt and Miss Kimbra, I would like to complain in the strongest possible terms about today's fantastic cruising podcast. I heard you poking fun at the frivolity of a swinger's cruise. I will have you know that some of my fondest moments as a child were going down to the park and swinging with my parents. They would push me and I felt like I could reach the sky. Later, when I got older... To swing without a chaperone, my friends and I would swing. I feel it is simply a part of growing up to indulge in such a fun and, uh, uh, wait a minute, I just Googled this. Um, never mind, never mind. (laughs) Thank you, Scott, for that. He goes on, though. On a side note, this is the, uh, out of the complaint, I think we're out of the complaint here. On a side note, I am looking forward to Kimbra's kiln work. Because you're going to do that Harry Pottery. Yeah, Harry Pottery. On the cruise. I myself would love a Dumbledore vase or perhaps a Weasley ashtray. Maybe a Hermione glazed plate or a Hufflepuff water pitcher. The possibilities are simply magical. <laughs> and now for something completely different. No, and now for a limerick. He wrote us a limerick. Thank you, Scott. The Professor Travel wrote us a limerick. Here it goes. Fantastic cruising is the bomb. I look forward to hearing when you come on. The cruise creature is a must to keep us in touch. Send emails to fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Think and drink. I was going to say take a drink. Drink it. (laughs) Uh, One more note. A fun theme that is sometimes associated with the LGBTQIA plus cruises, but I have seen as standalone are drag cruises. What? How far can they go? It's like a ship. Like how they they can't pick up that much speed. 
Well, maybe they're they dragging. maybe they, like they drag like, burning funny like people and things behind it. Okay, okay. Oh, we know what you're talking about. Now, look, uh, I actually looked for drag cruises when we were doing our research, and I saw a little bits and bobbles mentions of them but i didn't see one that was like consistently well, going finish his finish his thing because that's actually what we saw okay it says very entertaining for people who are fans of shows like rupaul's drag race or just want to have fun so just wanted to share we did see um a couple like drag cruises that were like rupaul drag cruises but they didn't seem like they were an annual thing so we didn't mention it. However, in today's episode, coming up in today's episode, we will be giving you a, a video, an audio tour of the Virgin Scarlet Lady, where I will give you a little little sneak peek here. I'm pretty sure drag shows are a regular on that ship. Or they will be when it starts actually sailing for real. One of these days. Yes, eventually, hopefully. And uh, I myself have to say... That I am completely looking forward to that because I love me a good drag show. I I also enjoy drag shows. Did you ever go to Hamburger Mary's to a drag bingo? I, I went to drag queen bingo. Well, that's what I mean. Drag yeah, queen we did bingo. like an aquarium fundraiser there oh, one time. And I that did was that. before me. Okay. And then I went to another fun, separate fundraiser at a different Hamburger Mary's as well. Yeah. I, yes. I love drag queen bingo. Yes. So, so there you go. So drag queens, another thing. And then we got our other email from, these are like all of our favorite people emailing. Well, not all of them. We have other favorite people, but some of our favorite people emailing us. The other one is from Mallory. You want to read Mallory's email? Yes. Mallory says, hello from Mexico. Oh, wait a minute. She's in Mexico. Well, You'll find out here in a minute when I start reading it. <laughs> Hi, Cat and Mimbra. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you've had a great week. Happy Friday. I'm writing this. Hey, that's appropriate because she sent that today. And today's Friday when we're recording this, even though people will probably listen to it after Friday, which could be Sunday or any other day of the week. So anyway. Or Monday that, or Tuesday or oh, Wednesday. Happy days. Anyways. <laughs> I am writing this email while on a bus ride to get the flip. to get to the ferry in Playa del Carmen for a dive trip in Cozumel. What, what, what? I remember them mentioning that they were going to look into booking this, and it looks like they did. They booked it. We are staying at a basic all-inclusive and are are booked for nine dives this trip. Nine dives. Not sure if thunderstorms will keep us from completing them all. I hope it doesn't. I hope you guys get to go on all nine. Yes. If we can't dive, at least we will still have a nice time at the resort. Sounds, Very sounds cool. good to me. I'm jelly. I know. Can we go? We we, wa- we watched uh, we watched some of Paro DJ's uh, vlog, which if you don't follow Paro DJ over on YouTube, you should fix that. And uh, they just went to Mexico. A lot of cruisers are going to Mexico right now because they can't cruise, but um, they went. They stayed at the Occidental. Is that uh, what it's called? Occidental. Occidental by Excret. That they were saying it differently, but I I don't know. I thought they said Excret when I was there. They said Excret with like an accent. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like it's probably probably correct. the actual way to say Excret. I was there though. We're I saying they said it. Excret. But anyway, yeah. anyway, 
there's like a monkey on the balcony and birds and we I mean we only got to the first episode so far but man it looked it looked cool anyway I'm I'm just saying I would love to go to Mexico I want to go to Mexico well I mean we we could probably make that happen okay okay um back to Mallory um i listened to the latest episode on the plane kimbra's hillbilly accent had me laughing out loud (laughs) and i listened to it more than once (laughs) just give us a little recap say something in hillbilly we've been we've been looking at we've been watching videos on how to do different voices for playing dungeons and dragons so but hillbilly hasn't well a little bit but anyway uh, go ahead. Give give me give me some hillbilly. What do you want me to say? I don't know. I don't. I need something to say. Why don't you I just don't read? You the, want me to read the rest of it? Yeah, just read. Well, I mean, at least a few lines. Read a few lines in hillbilly. Matt, you didn't great accent too. <laughs> well, thank you. Just want to chime in on the theme cruise topic. My last cruise in January of this year actually was par- partially. A, I can't do that anymore because I'm trying to read it. <laughs> my, my last cruise of January this year actually was partially chartered out for a group of Elvis enthusiasts. I remember hearing Tommy, because she's about to say that was at the Always Be Booked cruise, Pirates and Pier Runners. I remember Tommy talking about that in the episode. This was an Elvis cruise. Oh. It was called the Elvis Tribute. I'm, I didn't read the next line because you already basically Sorry, said I, it. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I couldn't resist uh, just reading out that next line. It was called the thank Elvis you. Tribute Cruise and happens every year, evidently. This group had multiple Elvis shows every day on the ship for the Elvis fans exclusively. We were on the Royal Caribbean Adventures of the Seas. There were tons of cabin doors decorated in Elvis everything. <laughs> it, it seemed like we were in a sea of Elvis shirts, too. <laughs> That'd be really interesting to see. <laughs> they were about seven professional award-winning award-winning Elvis impersonators on board for the week. They traveled the world for Elvis festivals. Wait a minute, you missed a whole paragraph. Did I really? Yes, it says <laughs> the head honcho of the Elvi. And then she says, our name for multiple Elvis, <laughs> which I love that. How did I miss? I was actually looking for that part. If it was a cephalopod, it'd be Elvises, but I like Elvi. 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 How many Elva you got over there? Come on over here. Give me a. You got any peanut butter and peanut butter and uh, banana sandwiches? That's what I really like. That's what all the Elva I want. That's what I want. <laughs> um. Anyway, it, it says one on the pool deck, and second one inside at Elvis. You actually didn't finish venue. the sentence. Put the put, put on, on two shows yeah, for the general public to see. One on the pool deck, and second one inside at the Elvis venue. We're having a really hard time with your email, Mallory. It's not Sorry. you. It's us. I just want to, I just wanted you Elvis now. Like, Wait. oh, one for the money, two for the... When I listen back to this, I'll be like, oh, you can't do Elvis. All right, anyway, go ahead. Um, Let's see. There were about seven professional award-winning Elvis impersonators on board for the week. They travel the world for Elvis festivals. The fans on board knew all about them. It was funny to see the age range in performer... Per- Performers, and also to see them in typical vacation clothing around the ship. Can you <laughs> well, imagine, like... I mean, Elvis did that, I think it was, like, called Blue Hawaii or something like that. Yeah. Where he was, you know, wearing, like, Hawaiian shirts and, and lays. I don't know. Elvis is not one of my favorites, so. I know. You don't like Elvis. I mean, you don't either. I... Did I say I don't like Elvis? Yeah. No, I didn't. I... I 
there is a part of Elvis that I very much like, but then there's his also hair. a part that I like to make fun of. But his hair, I like his hair because you don't have whatever. Could you just continue with the letter, please? Um. I lost where I was. <laughs> uh, they had dedicated areas for the daily Elvis shows in Circle B Studio, which I believe is I, the ice skating area. I attended both both of the Elvis shows. I was blown away by the Elvis makeup, hair, dance move, basically all of it. Also, how the woman would swoon for these guys and how many cheek kisses were given during the songs. Maybe I need to be an Elvis impersonator. No. Oh, okay. The passion for Elvis is real. Some of their names... Jeremy Rodriguez, Jay Dupree. There's one more I can't think of his name. We'll send the name once I get Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gotten that name yet, but that's okay. That's all right. Um, I promise that to have some drinks after diving here and come up with more limericks. I really enjoy yours. Talk to you soon. Mallory. Well, she's made it public now, so she has to she has to imbibe us with some new limerick. That's right. Limerick eye. Limerick guy. <laughs> Probably just limericks. Also, Mallory and Andrew, have an awesome time on your dive trip. Yes. Wish we were there. Yes. Hope you take some videos. Yes. Put them on YouTube. Yes. So we can watch them. Yes. And then tell us all about your trip. Absolutely. Yeah, it looks like, I I, I mean, nine dives. Come on. That's going to be a blast in I mean, that's Mexico. like, what, we did seven, right, on our trip? Seven. That's two more. And that's that. two more. And yeah, I, I mean, think. we did snorkel. It's like right. instead of snorkeling, if we were diving, maybe they're going to snorkel But I think, too. like, they're there for, like, what, Ten, three, three or oh, four days? Yeah, and we were lot. there for a whole week. It's a lot like, of diving. That's, like, that's literally a dive trip. That'd probably kill me. I don't know. Well. No. Hey, here's a little trivia, okay? On my old punk rock leather jacket, I had an Elvis pin that somebody brought me from Graceland. So, I'm not, I'm just saying, you know. Okay. You know, back off with the Elvis hate. I mean, I don't, he's not my favorite, but, you know. See, I told you that's what you said. You didn't like him. That, that is not what I said. You listening out there, is that what I said? That is not at all what I said. I mean, said. you kind of said that. I didn't even, no. This is what our conversations are like when we're <laughs> off the air, by the way. All right. Do we have anything else we want to talk about before we get, talk about, before we get into the main topic of virgins? Yes. What? I want to thank everyone who wished me a happy birthday. Oh, yeah. That happened, didn't it? Yes. On Someone got a new watch. Yes, I and, got a new watch. Yeah, and then she got something else. Yeah, so if any of you are on our Facebook, Fantastic Cruising Community Facebook group, or friends with me on Facebook and saw my awesome birthday gift... It was, what was it, Matt? You you want me to tell him? No, I'll tell him. It was <laughs> a personal message from Fred Weasley, James Phelps, telling me happy birthday from Matt. And I cried, and it was awesome. You know what we should do? We should, like, we should like make that, because I did a reaction video. I filmed her reacting to it, which was which was good because she cried. I say that and because she never <laughs> cried. Because she it was cried. Happy tears, and uh, and so it was rare. Even her mom was like, "You te- teared up. What what is going on?" We should like make that reaction video. I put it together with the actual video. We should make that available to patrons. Putting her on the spot right here. She may <laughs> she may say no. So I'm not saying this is gonna happen. I'm just. I'm just putting it out there. 
you know. Oh man. With a little leverage by putting it out in the in the world. So so here's the thing. We can make it available to patrons if our patrons promise to not share it with <laughs> anyone else. I'm sure they all are promising. Cross their heart, hope to die. I mean, if it ends up going like like viral or something, then I, I know I that somebody gonna, did the wrong thing. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> and there's, there's, what, you don't there's think, only so many of what, you, so we you, can track you, don't, you down and you don't I will think, shake your hand. You and don't think you I'm what? capable of going viral? I don't think that's going to go viral. I didn't say you. Man. Can we talk about something else anyway? Uh, moving on. Anything else we need to discuss before we get into the uh, Virgin Voyage Voyage vessel? Um, the VVV? The triple V? I don't think so. No? I can't think of anything else. Can you? No. No. They have two ships, right? They have the Virgin uh, Scarlet Lady, Virgin Voyage's Scarlet Lady. That's the one we're going to be discussing because that actually already... It, technically, it's has sailed as like a test run. Yeah, it did its sea trial. So, yeah. so it's it's ready to set sail. It just it would have already gone. Yes, but you know, stupid twenty twenty. Uh, but they have another ship that was supposed to like come later, and now it's maybe going to come out at the same time. I don't know what and that one's called. The, the well, it's it's the Valiant Lady, and it's um. So it says it did its float out in May. Of 2020, Ooh. so I don't know what float out means, but it did its float out. Oh, so they, I think what that means is they're they're building the ships, and uh, they do a certain amount of that, obviously on on land, but then at a certain point it becomes float worthy, I guess you would say. So they do the float out. I think I think this is what it means. I, I could be just pulling this out of the air, but um, and that that's kind of like a a test to see you know if the ship's going to float. And then maybe the rest of the construction can be done on the water. I think that's what that means. If somebody out there, if they're like, no, you're wrong. That's totally wrong, man. Then just send us an email, fantasticcruising at gmail.com and correct me on that because um, I'm too lazy at the moment to do research to find out. Oh, here, look. I can actually read what it says because it says it right here. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Valiant ladies float out, meaning she's having her first taste of the sweet, salty sea. Puts her one critical step closer to joining her sister. Oh. That wasn't super Oh, this also marks the last stage of construction when all the fun and flash fill out. Giving so, Valiant Lady a personal personality all her own. Also, Valiant Lady will be sailing in Europe. Um, with And Scarlet Lady is sailing caribbean so they okay so first of all let me just point out that i was correct and then let me <laughs> let me point out that um that it's it looks so it's probably going to start its first sailing at the same time as its sister ship which is supposed to be the big uh, sister ship probably not it hasn't done its sea trials yet okay but who knows when we're going to get when we're going to get to actually cruising it so it could it could okay Anyway, all right. So anyway, we're going to talk about the Scarlet Lady, and um, we uh, we're going to give you sort of that audio tour coming right up. All right. So basically, um, the Virgin Voyages is trying to be different. Like that's their whole thing. First of all, if you're not familiar, 
Richard Branson came along and like, I'm going to turn cruising on its head, which a lot of people were like, well, then people will be underwater. That doesn't work. But uh, there's a lot of really interesting concepts, a lot of things he's doing that's very not traditional about cruising. So just briefly, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Some things that we're talking about here is when you cruise on on Virgin, you're paying a price. You're paying a price, but that price includes all the food you're going to eat. And there are no specialty restaurants. But we'll get more into the dining as we go through the tour because it's not your standard cruise ship food or way of serving the food, at least. You also are going to get Wi-Fi. You get, it's included. You get Wi-Fi. I, I don't know. There may be other tiers that you can I'm upgrade sure to. There are. But you get basic that. Wi-Fi to browse and post, stay connected, uh, wherever, whenever you want and wherever you want while you're on the ship. They're also trying to be very modern. So um, this will probably get touched upon while we go through our tour. But, uh, you know, they they are tricking things out. We're going to talk about the cabins in a minute. You'll get a, a little bit of that flavor when we get into the cabins right off the bat. Um, another thing that I think is really cool, and this is something I'm very excited about for Virgin, is that they are making a concerted effort to be very eco-friendly. Now, yeah, all the cruise lines are doing that. Sort of. But I feel like when Carnival and Royal and Norwegian, when they're tr- doing these things to be green, quote unquote, I feel like they're doing it to um, to get the cred for it. They're doing it to make people happy to uh, it's more it's more about the look how green we are. And, and look, that's fine. You're still being green in some ways. I think that's great. But. I feel like with Virgin, Richard Branson is like, no, like for real, I want to be an eco-friendly cruise line. And that is different. That's a different level of of being eco-friendly. And friends, this is something that is super important. And I think if, and, and this is going to push that line, it's going to push that bar up and make these other cruise lines hopefully try and meet these standards. And there are some pretty cool things that we will get to. One of the things that we may not get to, so I want to mention it, is that there's a there's a lot of sunscreens that claim they are coral reef safe. Most of them, it's very, anybody can put coral reef safe on sunscreen. There's nobody regulating that. And so there is a lot of controversy and debate, and quite frankly, a lot of scientific unknowns about which sunscreens are or, or are not Friendly. And to me, this is a huge deal because, guys, if we kill all the coral reefs, nobody's going to want to cruise in the Caribbean anymore because what's the point? You're going to destroy the entire area. And uh, we're well on our way to doing that. Not the cruise industry as only, I mean, but people in general. So one of the big things that we know is damaging to coral reefs is sunscreen. It puts those oil residues in the water. It blocks the sunlight. It keeps the zooxanthellae on the corals from being able to photosynthesize. It kills the coral, people. So don't wear as much sunscreen and only wear as much as you need and try and use reef safe sunscreens. Now, there is a brand of sunscreen that has done more over the hoops, jumping through the hoops, testing, and uh, than any of the other ones. And it is the one that most 
marine science people will say this is our best bet at something that actually might be reef friendly and that is the stream uh, to sea stream to sea and richard branson makes this available for free to everybody on board so you don't have to you're going to save money on sunscreen you can use stream to sea and be reef friendly or at least as reef friendly as we can get with sunscreen which is awesome okay they provide this on the ship they provide it at their bimini resort that that's that's a lot that's really cool to me that means a lot because that's something that people don't this is what i'm talking about when i say richard branson is like really means that he wants to be eco-friendly like this is something that most people aren't really that familiar with or aware of he's gone out of his way or their their company has gone out of their way to seek out ways to be eco-friendly that people don't even necessarily, most people don't necessarily even know about. And to me, that is an extra step and it makes it much more authentic of what he's trying to do. So I just props to that. You guys know we are very uh, eco-minded people and uh, you, we all should be because you know what? We're part of the ecosystem. You kill it. You're killing yourself. I'm just saying. Um, so, yeah. So props to that. But when you buy a cruise on Virgin Voyages, you're not called a cruiser or a passenger or whatever. You're called a sailor. So, there, you know, that's just semantics. But it's kind of fun, right? It's, it's just, again, him trying to say this is not a normal cruise. Your fee that you pay includes, like I said, all the food basic Wi-Fi. It also includes your tips. So there is no, oh, am I going to prepay my tips? Oh, am I going to, I'm sure you can tip extra if you want to, but it's included in the price. Now, honestly, when I book at Carnival or Royal or wherever, I do the prepay. So I kind of just, in my mind, I consider that part of the cruise fee and I don't look at the price before that. I look at the price after that. But they're taking that whole thing out of the equation. And I like that it means that their staff is hopefully definitely going to get that tip money because people, they deserve it. So, uh, yeah, so that's so that's where I wanted to start with. Now, we want to talk about the cabins, right? Yeah. So um, there are four basic cabin categories. Categories. Thank you. Cabin gories. Let's call them cabin gories. Cabin gory number one is the insider cabin, which, as you might guess, sounds like what it is, which is a cabin with no windows. Yeah. So basically, they're they're using fun different names for these different types of rooms too. Yes, they're all about fun semantics on this ship. Yes. Which is which is fine. Which is fine. Uh, I'm not a big fan of euphemisms, but I do like wordplay. So uh, like cabin gories. Like cabin gories. Cabin gories. It reminds me of the game Scattergories. Scattergories. So this is basically the most economic room you're gonna get. It's it's gonna be the cheapest because it doesn't have any windows or anything like that, but it's got all the other amenities that you're gonna find in different rooms. And I think there are different ones available. There are there are several or at least some room types that are available for solo cruisers yeah does that sound accurate yep the insider is one of those rooms actually i think the insider is the only way that you can sail single singly probably without paying for right yeah paying a higher premium so that's cool i know there are some solo cruisers out there and this is another cruise line that is trying to help you out trying to cater to you i think norwegian is the only other one i know of that 
that does that. Maybe I mean, some of the Bahamas Paradise does it, well, but yeah, that's, but that's kind a, of a different uh, thing. That's like apples and grapes or something. But yeah, so anyway, so that's pretty cool. And uh, these insider cabins in general can seat, uh, can seat, can um, house room, room up from one to four people. And from 105 to 177 square feet. Cool they, and cozy. Yes. Yes. That's how they describe it. Now, uh, it has a lot of the same amenities as the other rooms, which means they have an abundance of outlets and USB hubs for a cruise cabin. Like lots. Yeah. Yeah. And they're in convenient places. You like could, by the bed. Right. Carnival. Are you listening? I, I, maybe the Mardi Gras might have fixed this, but uh, the Vista classes didn't. Um, so, yeah. So they've got the lots of ports for you to plug into. And uh, and hopefully we won't forget to talk about this in the, well, it's not a buffet, but the, the dining area, in case we forget to mention it, then also has ports. You can plug your USB things into up there. How boom, right? That's crazy. And it's perfect. And it's because they're thinking about the future. And this is, you know, this is the present and the future is having these USB devices. So uh, some other cool features of these rooms, maybe we'll save this to talk about in the next category or two. The next one, let's let's do that, is the sea view. What's the sea view all about? Uh, it's basically like an ocean view porthole room. Yeah, so this is a window cabin, right? Yeah. 130 to 190 square feet. And how do they describe it? Uh, she's cute. She's cute. Hey, she's cute. <laughs> uh, for solo sailors looking for quiet moments, so they do apparently have... Oh, they do have, have it for solo. Yeah, so okay. they do have solos solo in this category as well. And uh, these cabins can seat... Can seat? Why do I keep saying seat? <laughs> room. Can, can room from one to three people. So you're not going to get four people in here, but you do get some natural light, which is nice. And uh, and and all the amenities we mentioned, the all the USB ports... And I, w- I just want to talk about the other stuff in the next category, because I think this is the category that most people are going to sail in. I and think this is where they have most of their rooms, too. Yeah, that's why I say I think this is like majority of people are going to be in the sea terrace. And what do we know about the sea terrace? Space to spread out. And it's 225 to 265 square feet, two to four people. And this is basically a balcony cabin. Yeah. Now... Some of these amenities are in some of the cabins that we mentioned already, like the obviously the USBs and all that sort of thing. But some cool eco stuff they have worked into it is these rooms are designed to save electricity, use of electricity. And they do this in ways that are not like inconvenient and annoying, but in ways that are kind of cool. Like they do have the thing where you got to put the card in to get the lights to come on so that you don't leave the lights on all the time. But you're out at sea. You're in the Caribbean. It's hot. The sun is shining into the room. It's heating up the room. The air conditioning is battling that. That's wasting energy. It's not green. It's adding to your carbon footprint. Not so much here. Because they have this cool technology. When you open the door to go into the room, the curtains open or the curtains close. So the the room kind of shuts itself off and conserves that energy how cool is that it's really cool yeah and and this is how they're also being smart that these rooms um 
from what we saw, we watched some some videos of people that got to sail on this ship. They describe these rooms as big. The people that sailed on there that we watched, they all kind of commented on how big and spacious these it rooms felt. actually feel. Yeah. So and these are cruisers, right? These are people that cruise. They they're familiar with cruise cabins, and they were really excited about that. That's because of the, I guess the the um, the feng shui of the room or something, the the size, the shape, which is very modern of the tables, the storage areas. Everything is... I was going to say the, the furniture is kind of modular. It is. It kind of reminds me of Ikea. Yeah. Hopefully it's a little more durable. Hopefully. I'm sure it is. <laughs> In fact, speaking of modular, tell them about that bed. Yeah. So the bed actually transforms into like... <laughs> A couch sofa so like with the the chase thing at the end or whatever so like if you have the king bed or whatever like half of it kind of like turns out and then turns into like a sofa on one side and the steward actually does it for you like every day if you want it done so you can come back like midday and like chill on the couch and whatever and then at bedtime it's back into a bed and they say Roll out, Autobots, roll out. Does it do that? No. Oh. Maybe I could get that on my phone. I could just make that happen every time. Yeah. The steward would probably love that. Would you stop doing that every time I... Anyway, that's really cool. Like, this is brilliant. There's a big flat screen TV in front of that. And there's a hammock out in the balcony. And it's just like, yes, there is a hammock that is also made for like, for, from a charity or something yeah. like that. Um. And I believe it's all sustainable. Like a lot of the stuff, the the materials they use are all sustainably um, collected. And but I just look at this, and you turn you're turning your cruise cabin into an entertaining space. So if you're cruising with multiple people, then come over and hang out. You can watch a movie. Like if you want to do that, if it's raining or whatever. But or you know just have a couple drinks or hang out before dinner or something like that. It's it's really cool. It looks really, really cool. Now, the bathroom, we didn't mention the bathroom. It is small, like you would expect. Oh, yeah, but let's talk about the shower. Yes, talk about the shower. So the shower has like the like rain shower thing. Like the the head is like in the middle of the shower and it's like huge and it like just falls down on you. And it, it actually seems like kind of spacious. Yeah, it did look spacious, although I don't know how space it, spacious it actually is. I mean, it might not be, but it looked like it. Yeah, and it would be. I, I, I like the idea of the, what do they call it? The sun, the, the, the sun shower? The, the they flower, call it the flower, flower shower, shower. Flower shower or something like that. So, um, yeah, really cool, right? So so that is probably where I would want to stay is in one of these sea terraces. And uh, all those amenities are, are pretty, pretty groovy. Uh, there is one more category, though, that they call the... Rockstar quarters. These are basically their suites, and uh, sweet dreams are made of this. So a little, you know, Eurythmics huh. thing there, and it says two to four people, and they are three hundred fifty-two up to two thousand one hundred forty-seven square feet, which is a pretty good-sized space. These are big. These are big, and and these are um, things that we can probably never afford. But if you can. It's probably epic. I mean, uh, I'm looking at pictures of them, and yeah. there's full <laughs> couches. I mean, 
2,147 square feet is like bigger than it's our It's called the Massive Suite. Apartment. It is massive. No, I mean, that's what it's called. Yeah, no, I know. It is. And it is. It lives up to its name. They don't even have a uh, name for this category, though. Like they had all the cute little names. They don't need one, I guess. Because it's like, yeah, this is the cool stuff. Um, if you can afford it, this is, you know, you can do this. And it's amazing. It's epic. So, so yeah, so that's the Virgin Voyage basic cabins. That's what you're looking at there. So this ship has 17 decks and and they including a 13th deck because Woo-hoo. they're not, you know, superstitious. Thank you, Virgin, for not being superstitious. I mean, 13's a great number. It's your birthday number. I know, that's why yeah. it's so wonderful. And Dan Marino. That was his number. So huh. um yeah, so okay, so we've got basically there's some stuff on decks 5, 6 and 7. And then it's just rooms all the way up from eight to what? 14. 14. Is 14 has stuff on it or 14 is all decks? 14 is rooms. Or all rooms. Cabins. So then 15, 16, and 17 have some stuff. So what we're going to do is we're going to start on deck five, deck cinco, and we're going to talk about the things that they've they've got in in deck five. The first one is the Razzle Dazzle Restaurant, and it is... A very stripy black and white um, restaurant. Red lights. Yes, red lights. That's, lot, red lights. that's the theme. The theme colors on Virgin are definitely red with like black and white. Yeah. Um, highlights here and there. And uh, what do we know? Do we know anything about the Razzle Dazzle restaurant? Um, they have a lot of like vegan and vegetarian dishes. Yeah, it looked like there were some really interesting, creative things. And, you know, I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian, but I often enjoy those. And there's another way being eco-friendly because being a vegan or vegetarian is generally more friendly to the environment because of the way food has to be made and grown. Not always. There are things you can do right and wrong. but um, But I enjoy trying to, you know, expand my palate and I don't always have to eat animal protein in my meal. So I, I think that would be interesting and exciting. And then the next thing kind of across the street from it is the Pink Agave, which is an upscale Mexican restaurant. Which sounds pretty good to me. I mean, you had me at Mexican restaurant, right? So You had me at Pink. <laughs> and oh, by the way, there is no alcohol package that you can buy on Virgin directly but they kind of stress they kind of put this as like a point they're trying to make they're like look we're not going to sell you an alcohol package with all these rules and stuff we're just going to give you fair priced drinks which if that's true then that's a pretty good deal however kimber you did find sort of a deal they'll they'll give you right a little bit of a package yeah you can do like a like a 300 hundred dollar kind of like onboard credit drink for drinks so if you do that prepaid ahead of time, then they'll actually give you like an additional $50. That's cool. So it's, but it comes out like as you buy a drink, it comes out of that 300 So it's not like you're spending $300 and then you just drink whatever you want. It's $300 that you prepay for drinks specifically. And then they give you that extra 50 as kind of a, hey, thanks for spending this much money on drinks. Here's a little more. Yeah, so you get some extra drinks. And what I like about that is that I'm guessing the way it's worded, like you and I could kind of share that deal. Yes, that is correct. Okay. I actually found an FAQs on it. Because um, only one person has to buy it, and you can use that three hundred dollars on 
whoever you want. So, like, if we go sailing with 12 other people, we can actually share that $300 with all 12 of them if we really wanted. I don't know how far that's going to get. Well, I I didn't say we should. I said we could. (laughs) I have never spent $300 on drinks on a cruise. So, um, I imagine... Usually because it it just costs so much. Like if right. I was gonna prepay three hundred dollars, knowing that I can spend that money on drinks, I'd probably drink it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I was split, I could. I don't know if I could drink three hundred dollars on my but, own. But if, but the between the two of us, that yeah. works for people that that like to have a some drinks, but don't want to get like, you know, drunk every night. Yeah. Uh, that's that might be a good deal. You can you can enjoy yourself comfortably without you know worrying about all that. So. Pretty cool. Next thing we've got is the sailor services, which is instead of because you're not a guest, you're a sailor. And so this is guest services, basically. Except it's sailor services. Yes. And they've got a big (laughs) light up sign on the wall that says you float our boat. So kind of fun. And then we've got the redemption spa. Which is the spa. Which is this. It is the spa. That is what that is what it is. It is the spa. And um and we've seen some video of this spa. It looks like a pretty cool spa if you're into the spa thing. They've got, you know, the their different hot tubs and um, saunas and the steam, steam rooms, rooms and all that kind rooms of stuff. And all the stuff. Yeah, and it looks it looks a little different than most of the spas that I've seen on cruise ships. You know, it's got a different flavor to it. This whole ship has a very modern feel. It's not it's not really the the normal sort of tacky. There is a little bit of tacky obviously the one bar is like striped everywhere but it's different it's it's definitely like kind of a modern rock and roll flair i don't know it's different it's it definitely feels like you're on a different brand of ship i guess you would say a different branson of ship Uh, next up we have the uh, some insider cabins and then sea view cabins. So that's about it on deck five, right? That's about yep. that's about the whole kit and caboodle there. Let's move up a deck to deck six in the in their funky little elevators, which have like video screens on like them and stuff. Disco, yeah, like lights and stuff. Yeah, yeah. At the back and the aft, we have the wake, which is a steak and seafood restaurant. Now again, there's a bunch of restaurants on this deck, and uh, that's because instead of going to a dinner area like you would on most cruise ships or paying for specialty packages like you might on like a Norwegian, everybody probably pretty much eats in these different restaurants because that's your only choices unless you go up to the, they're not quite a buffet, buffet area. I'm just going to say it. Okay. But the wake is steak and seafood, which, um, you know, I like the steak part of that. I'm not not a fan of eating the fish just because I don't like the taste, but uh, I they, like the steak. I like the steak. And then we have the test kitchen, which is the you go through the opening and it, it, it's got like vegetables and different foods and it's laid out. It, it looks, looks like, like a, a periodic, periodic table. table. Yeah. So if you're not sure what a periodic table is, that's the chemistry thing with all the elements on it. Now the Tom Lear element song is going through my. Does anybody know that Tom Lear element song? I don't. You don't know that song? We're gonna have to. Unless fix that it's later. is it the one that says all the elements? It's arsenic and. Yes, okay, I know that one. I just didn't know that's what. I would sing it, but I don't know the words. That's fine. If I did, I'd be much better at chemistry. Anyway, the test kitchen has, like you would think, it's got a lot of testy food. No, that sounded bad. 
a lot of <laughs> a lot of experimental, experimental food. That's that's better. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you want to add about the test kitchen? Um, I probably would be too scared to eat there. But here's the thing. Everything food-wise is included. So if That's you true. get something you're like, this is disgusting, you can just say, well, you know what? I didn't really care for this. Can I get that? And if uh, all of it looks weird, then you just go, you know what? We're going to check out another dining venue. That's a really good point. Yeah. Right. Huh. So Okay. So there you go. All right. Uh, the next one is the extra version. Which Ooh. is Italian food. Elevated Italian. Like extra virgin olive oil. Oh, is that what they meant? Really? <laughs> yeah, it's Italian food, right? Yeah, it's Italian. I was I don't know, I was gonna try and do something Italian, but I blanked out. It's a pizza. Okay, that, there you go. <laughs> Maybe they have pizza there. I don't know, but it's it's elevated Italian. So spaghetti and meatballs, probably pastas and stuff Maybe like that. Maybe a little lasagna. <laughs> Where did that accent go? Lasagna. Maybe they've got a little lasagna. I got to tell you in restaurants. This is my Italian accent. Starting to sound like Sean Connery a little bit, but I've, not exactly. I've got to. I've got to learn how to do all of these different voices and accents to play D and D. I mean, I don't think we're going to be in Italy. You know, in the in the uh, high fantasy realm of Italy. That doesn't mean I'm not from there. <laughs> Anyway, moving on uh, to the high street. What do you know about the high street? It's the retail shop. It's right? shopping. Okay, so they've got, I don't know, we didn't see a ton about the shopping. No, they've got a specific Virgin Voyages shop, and then there's other shops, but we didn't we didn't see, like, the details of the shops. I would assume it's your typical... Jewelry store. Yeah. Oh, there was one, I think, that was, like, swimsuits and right, stuff. Right, right. And there's one, I don't know if it's this area, that you can actually buy vinyl, which is which It's is not cool. this area. No, it's it's in their middle, whatever they yeah, call their... their atrium thing area yeah. so we'll, we'll get to that but yeah so so they have you know they have shops like any cruise ship would have shops then we've got on the rocks which is what um a martini and cocktail bar okay there you go so you know if you're if you like the martini i don't i'm sure there's martini bars on other ships but um you know this one looks again it just looks a little modern and stuff like that so it kind of I don't know. I was going to say it might be the alchemy bar. I was going to say the alchemy bar is a martini bar. Is it technically a martini yeah. bar? So maybe you get some really crazy concoctions like the kids over at the alchemy bar. The kids? The kids, yeah. The kids. <laughs> 21 and older kids. Speaking of kids, you know what can't go on the Virgin Voyages ship? Dogs. True. And? Cats. Also true. And? Donkeys. Yes. And? Monkeys. Mm. Kids. Yes, kids, children, no kids. Goats. What? Baby goats. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no farm animals, no domesticated pets, and no children. You got to be, I think, 21 and older to get on this boat, right? This ship. Um, I, it's I, like the anti-Disney I just know no ship. kids. It's like the, the, uh, the opposite of Disney ship. So there you go. If that if that floats your boat, kind of floats mine a little bit. Um, then we can all float cool. on a boat together. That's right, and call it a ship like we should. Yeah. All right, and then we've got the Squid Ink Tattoo Studio, which I have mixed feelings about. Yeah, I also have mixed feelings about it. I think it's a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
if you go to it on the last day. Yeah, because that's that's my problem with it. Like, first of all, the decor looks cool. It looks like if you if you're gonna get a tattoo, it'd be a pretty cool place to do it. I would assume they're gonna have some darn good artists on this ship. I would hope. To, I think they're supposed to have like like special guest like, artists. And like stuff. yeah, yeah. I think that's the case. Um, but as someone who has had a tattoo or two, and you as well. We know that what can't you do after you get a tattoo? Get in the water. That's right. And that's a real bummer. So. Like stay out of the sun. Don't get in the water is like the number two top two rules. Yeah. So I don't think I'd be getting a tattoo on the ship unless, like you said, it was was maybe a a sea day. Last day was a sea day or something like that. My other concern is like if it's really rocky. Yeah, that's like, not, I don't think that's a big deal. No? No, because look, as I thought that too, like when they first announced this, that's everybody was like, oh, what if you get a wave? And then all of a sudden you go, Whoa. but here's the reality, people. I draw on cruise ships a lot and not once ever, even when it's been rocky, have I ever had an experience where my pencil or pen slipped on me. It's just not... The physics is just not there. I mean, maybe if you got like a weird rogue wave or something that like destroys the ship, but then you have a story. Um, other than that, it's not a thing that's going to really happen. I don't you're, know. I just I just think fine. of there's been a couple cruises or at least there's one particular night that I remember that we were it was on the, the Carnival Paradise and we were walking through the casino area and Everybody was just like walking back and forth and back and forth because it was so rocky. Like, I feel like that would not go well with tattoos. So so here's the thing. Okay, first of all, first of all, uh, when you're drawing something, it's different than walking. And and this is a physics thing, right? So you're you're much moving in much smaller increments. But also, if they have those kind of conditions, it's not going to be a surprise all of a sudden that's they're, true. They're probably going to say, look, we can't tattoo right now because it's too rocky. Okay. So, and, and uh, you know, another thing that you'll notice is the location of this tattoo parlor, right in the middle, the center point of the ship, the water level probably of the ship or close to it. So you're going to get the least amount of movement there from waves. Okay. So I think that part is okay. Okay. I, I think that is not something people really need to legitimately worry about. It's just that you, you can't, you know, get wet. After that. Right. The manor is the next stop on our uh, little thing. And you go through this really crazy, like, uh, mirror. Like, sparkly mirror hallway. Yeah. And it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know if the videos we've watched really captures it. Because the people going through it are like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. I mean, it looks cool from what we see. It does look cool. But I feel like it's probably, we're probably not really experiencing it. With a video. I think it's something you'd probably have to really see to experience the fullness of it. So if you watch a video and you're like, eh, it looks kind of cool, I would say hold off judgment until you actually walk through it. Because I I feel like it's one of those things that you just can't capture what it's like on video. But it looks cool. It looks really interesting. And it goes into the manor, which is an alluring nightclub. I don't know where they do the drag shows at. Do you I don't know the drag shows. No, but maybe it's the alluring nightclub. Maybe the, the or the red room. room. Or the red room. Yeah, or I don't know. Because that's know. like which we haven't gotten to yet. Right. Um, but that's their theater. 
So the next area is the casino, um, gaming and lounge. So there's, you know, there's bars all throughout. This, this ship has a lot of bars, lots of bars. And the casino, here's something interesting. When we watched one of the videos, they had an indoor smoking room. Next to... Like right con- right around here. I don't know if it's yeah. on the map it's, that we're referencing not. here. But, but um, what I'm hoping is that they don't allow smoking in the casino. I don't know. That's probably no, a known thing. I can, I can probably look but it up. I'm hoping that's the case because, you know, if you're not a smoker, and even some people that are smokers, having all that smoke in the casino while you're in there that amount of time and it's trapped in there, it's just a real bummer. So, um, and I don't really care personally for me because I don't spend much time in the casino as long as I don't have to walk through it or there's not like other things right in that area that I want to be at. But, you know, I care about other people, so I'm hoping that's the case. And then you can, you don't have to go all the way up to the deck to smoke. So it hopefully keeps the smokers happy, but also keeps the non-smokers happy. Or the smokers happy that don't want the smoke in the casino happy. No, as well. you cannot smoke in the casino. Boom, there you go. I figured that probably was something yeah. that was known. So, so yeah, so bravo to Virgin for... Not allowing smoking in the casino, but not just kind of giving a cold shoulder to people that smoke and giving them a place to do that. Because, you know, I wish you could all quit smoking because it's killing you. But if I understand if you're addicted to tobacco or you just really enjoy it and don't care, then, you know, I don't I want you to be able to enjoy yourself. And I know that can be a problem. So there you go. And then we've got the manor again, again, because I went backwards. No, you didn't. It's it's just. Because oh. it's on the same side. I see. The manor is like sneaky little a, a whole side thing, and the casino is like a whole gotcha. side thing. So it's just a big yeah. Yeah. So then so that, yeah. So that well, makes you've sense. got yeah. So then the last one. The last one is the red room, which is where they. It's called a live performance space. So this which is, is the theater. It's their theater. Now I'm a little concerned about this because it's they can move the chairs around. It's and they can use it for different things. And we all know who did that. And it was an absolute disaster. If you're not aware, that's the Carnival Vista class ships. It doesn't work well. It's bad. It's the worst part of the Vista class ships is that space. And uh, I don't know. Maybe this is designed differently and it won't be a problem. Um, but yeah, not a fan. Not a fan of that. Uh, they did have some interesting entertainment that we saw highlighted, though. That was probably not necessarily what you'll see yeah. in its entirety. But there was some stuff that I was like, oh, okay, that's different. Yeah. I, I kind of, I'm, like, there was some, like, uh, gymnast-type things, is yeah. that what you'd call it? Some and acrobatic-like stuff. Yeah. And just, uh, it felt like it was at a different a different flavor. I'm going to use that word again. Flavor, flavor. And, um... Yeah, kind of interesting. All right, moving on up. Deck 7. And there's some stuff on Deck 7. We'll, we'll start at the aft with the Dock House Bar. What does that say? Meze? Meze Lounge and Bar? Yeah. Do you know anything about this place? Um, No. It's. I mean, it's a lounge and bar. Well, they also have the Dock House. And uh, this, I believe, is sort of a nautical-themed... Yeah. This says casual Mediterranean. So they have, I think they have some nibbles as well as some drinks in sort of a 
Mediterranean nautical theme. The, the, the lamps look sort of like little miniature, I don't know, Greek buildings or yeah. something. Um, Lots of greenery. Very light, very bright. Uh, looks kind of cool. Looks pretty cool. And then they have the arcade, which looks like it has some classic games in there. So we're not like talking about... old school arcades. Yeah, like games that actually require skill and talent and that you can play on for more than 10 seconds. <laughs> and uh, hopefully they cost, you know, 25 cents like they did in the good old days. But anyway, I don't ever do the arcade really on cruise ships. But I know some people do, I guess, because they're on all of them. So there you go. There you go. Have you ever done the, have you ever done the arcade on a cruise ship? No. Because I spend my money on drinks instead. But this arcade's included, isn't it? Uh, I don't know that the games are included. I see coin slots in that picture. Yeah, but that's because they're old school arcades. Do you think the video games are free? I don't know. I feel like I saw that somewhere. No. I'll look into it while you do the next one. Maybe they are. Okay, the next one is the Loose Cannon. Look at that octopus candelabra. Ooh. That looks cool. So this one is this one is definitely more of a nautical nautical theme. And um, another place, it's called the so- a social club is what they call it. But there's bars in here or a bar in here. And uh, I don't know if you can get food in this one or not, but um, you might be able to get some nibbles or something in here, perhaps. I'm not sure, but it's definitely got like the, the blue and white wood in here. And the, the ceiling sort of looks almost like it looks like you're in a, a, in a ship. So it's kind of cool looking. I, I definitely like the uh, the octopuses on the decor, though. That is pretty pretty rad, pretty cool. And then we've got the pizza place. So um, the pizza place is fresh, made-to-order pizza. So, uh, you know, every cruise ship has to have pizza. I want to know, I'm curious to know when this ship starts really sailing how the pizza compares to other cruise lines is it better is it worse is it the same like you know if you guys once you guys get to sail it out there you'll probably get to sail it before we do some of you so let us know let us know what you think but you gotta have pizza on a cruise ship and um i like that it might be its own space for pizza although it kind of looks like it maybe blends into the loose cannon a little bit there from what I can see. I'm pretty sure that's the same physical space based on the, the wall and and stuff. And then we're going to go into the Grounds Club, <laughs> which is thoughtfully sourced coffee. So not only is the alcohol not free, the fancy coffee is not free either. So you're going to have to pay for your specialty coffee. But Everybody we saw that has reviewed the ship has said that it was fair prices compared to other cruise lines. I think four or five bucks for a for your fancy coffee drink. And for those of you that need the fancy coffee, boom, there you go. You've got it right here on this vessel, the coffee vessel. I can't find anything about the arcade. I mean, I, mean, I, can, I see what the arcade is, mm-hmm. but it doesn't say anything about cost. Okay. Well, if you guys know the answer to that, shoot us an email, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Let's move on then, Kimbra, to the draft house, the drought house, uh, which is a tap room. And one of the videos that we were watching, I saw some of the taps, and there were three beers that I saw on tap. And I I don't know if these are going to stay the same. They could probably add more to it because it looked like there was some space there. 
and the beers that I saw were Heineken, uh, Newcastle, and um, blah, 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 uh, Strongbow Cider. I saw the Strongbow. That's yes. what I was I was waiting to see if that's what you were going to say. So Heineken, whatever, it's fine. Uh, but I do enjoy Newcastle quite a bit and Strongbow Cider. I like Strongbow a lot. So hopefully that's a sign that they're going to have good beer on this vessel. And uh, not just uh, the run-of-the-mill stuff. Um, okay, let's go on to the chart room. Sailor services. So another guest service area? It's what it looks like as a guest service area. The chart room from the picture we can see here, there's a red table kind of thing. And um, it's it's interesting because these, these guest service areas, they're not behind like a desk where they can like run off and Yeah, disappear. it's like a open kind of more interactive kind it's of like area. The, like you're at the Apple store or yeah. something like that. And, uh, and then there's some screens on there. Yeah, I don't know. Is this is this the where you book? This isn't the excursion area, right? I think the excursion area is up higher. It's, it's called the excursion area, or something, um, something like that. Yeah. All right. So 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 it looks like it's just more sailor services. I think that's what the one below is called as well. Yeah. And then we get into the voyage vinyl. Yeah, this is the the shop that you were talking about before. It's got records. Vinyl, for for anybody that listens that are younger that don't know what that means, that's vinyl records. Records that you put on a record player that need a needle to then play the records. And they sell some. In fact, they have a some kind of Sex Pistols collector record, which I wouldn't really buy. But, uh, you know, it's cool. So why, why did you give me a look like that when you were explaining what a record is? I didn't give you a look. What are you talking about? I mean, for just, the record, do you know what a record is? I know what a record Have you ever is. Owned a record? No. Okay, there you go. I've also never listened to like a record. I've also. I don't know if that's true I because I think Mark played records when we were at his. I house don't know if I've ever touched a record. Mark has all all my records because he has a record player and I don't. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, but they're vinyl. Pla- like I mean, plastic. I know what they are. Okay, I I've have, seen them. I would hope so. I just don't think I've ever half like. Half of our listeners now, probably more than half, are like, "Oh my goodness." <laughs> I started with an A track. That's how old I am. But anyway, um, yeah. So I mean, I had tapes, cassettes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Good for you. That's great. Awesome. Anyway, <laughs> you can buy records here, and I think they're like there's like music and stuff that happens in here too. Yeah. So there you go, record shop. Then we've got the manor again. Again. So I guess you can it's two level, two story. I guess you can get to it from this level as well, and uh, and then we'll move on to. The sip lounge, which, which is, is a champagne lounge. Yeah, what do you, what do you know about that? I'm not a champagne guy, but you seem to be excited about this. Uh, not really. I don't oh. like champagne. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I like wine. Well, they said they had other cocktails here as well for the non champagne. I mean, it, it looks really cool, but no, I do not like the taste of champagne. Champagne gets really expensive. Yeah, right. Like Dom Perignon is that? Is that just like somebody that doesn't know about champagne says that? I don't know. But it's, I know it can get expensive. Yeah, it can. So this I, is like, instead yeah. of a wine bar, it's a champagne bar. Lounge. Lounge. Sorry. <laughs> so there you go. It's a, there, if you like champagne, you can get champagne on this ship from a bar. And is it on tap? It looked like it was on tap. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Well, I don't I, know. I'm not, I'm not versed in the champagne world. Yeah. And then we go to the 
the groupie. Which is private karaoke. Yeah, so karaoke rooms where you can go in and do your karaoke with your friends. I like that. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Do I like that? Like, is does that... Do you miss out on on karaoke if you only get to go in with your friends? Like, because it'd just be you and me. I <laughs> I would I would be much more likely to partake. It would be less nerve wracking. I would be much more comfortable. I, I enjoy randomly singing horribly to things, but I don't like doing that. Like when the other people that are doing karaoke are like kind of good. Yeah, he, all it takes is one person to be like, yeah, it's like, and then, and then you're like, everybody's like, oh, I'm not getting on that stage. It's like, you're, you should not be here. This is not what karaoke is. Please go somewhere <laughs> where singing is like a thing. If you can sing, you don't belong here. Basically. You should be performing for money or tips or something. <laughs> Get away from us, you talented people. Yeah, basically, yeah. So <laughs> I don't, I, if I have enough drinks, I'll partake in karaoke. But I really like the idea of the private karaoke rooms because then I can just sing my heart out and then you have to listen to me. Okay. I mean, that, that happens anyway, right? But Right, but I could do it with a backdrop. microphone. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, if you were sailing with some friends or, you know, you make some friends on board and you do this, I think that would definitely be a fun experience. What I don't know for sure is how big these little private rooms are. But you know what it reminds me of is the Sims game. There's oh, that, yeah. That karaoke bar where it's all the different little yeah. rooms. Yeah, actually, I yes, that popped into my head too. Yeah, there you go. Okay, a little Sims reference. And then we've got the Red Room again. So that's, again, that is the um, basically the theater. Yeah. The theater. And that's where the balconies and stuff are at. So then we're going to skip all the way up, right? Yep, to 15. To 15, deck 15, because all the way through 14 is is just uh, cabins. 15, we get some new stuff. The gun bay, I guess I'm saying that right. Gun bay? Gun bay? Gun bay. Gun bay, the lively Korean barbecue. Which sounds really good to me. And this is the one where you cook on your table. Oh, is that this one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You then, cook you cook your food on the table. I don't quite get this. I don't want to go to a restaurant and cook my own food. That's why I came to the restaurant. Well, so this this photo here looks different than what I was thinking, but the way that it looked like it was set up looked like um like fondue. Yeah. But, but this this photo does not look like that. Well, it's, so. it was fondue, but it was a, like a hot plate, which is what's in this yeah. picture that we're looking at. So, no, it, it would be fun, I think, to do that. And you can build your own food. Although, again, you know, like I am coming to a restaurant, so I don't have to cook my own food. And there's a reason for that. One, and the main reason is that I'm not the greatest cook in the world. You make wonderful eggs, though, Matthew. I am good and at, your ground I mean, beef is top notch. <laughs> I can do the simple things, but uh, but yeah. So anyway, uh, I would rather somebody else cook my food, but it it could be fun. It would be a fun experience. Maybe you just make sure you're sitting with a chef that knows how to cook food, and you're like, cook my food on the table right in front of me. Which means we sail with Mike Lovelace. Ah, Mike Lovelace. Yes. Brilliant. Okay, that works. All right, sold. I, that's the only person I know that cooks. <laughs> then we've got the galley. Which is kind of like the buffet, not buffet. Yeah, it's the, uh, we're, we don't have 
Here at Virgin Voyages, we don't have buffets. We have stations. Stations set up where you can get different varieties of food, then take them away and sit down at a table and eat it. It's not a buffet. We promise it's definitely not a buffet. You don't actually serve yourself. So it's not a buffet. But it's basically a buffet. It's a buffet. Okay, it's a buffet. You have different themed things. So it's kind of like, it's like the deli, the Mongolian walk. It's like Guy's Burgers. It's like the Blue Iguana. It's like a bunch of those places. Yeah, so it's it's like the food court at the mall. Yes, only you don't, it's included. You don't right. pay individually. So it... I mean, I do like this idea. I do think it is a little bit different than a buffet. I mean, it's nice that it's much. it's more of like a quick eats than like go to the, one of those restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. And then, so there's there's a bunch of seating for that. I believe there's some outdoor seating for yeah. that. And then you've got the, the part of the ship that we will never visit, except for if we just walk through to say we've been there. That is the build and balance, the B complex. It's a, it's a gym. Right. Well, this is part of the gym. This is the, the, the weightlifting part. The weightlifting, the yoga, the, the... Oh, that's the balance. I get it. Yeah. Okay. The stuff. You might go there. Um. Yeah. Not on a cruise. I don't know. I don't. Go oh, on... I guess. Well, if I cruised it... enough, then I would work out on a cruise ship. But I. Oh, it doesn't show the separate. There's also like By enough. I mean, like. Two like times a, month. a cardio section of like the gym that's like a ton of like cardio machines, but it's not showing up as a separate thing in this. Okay, so so it's a gym. So it's there's, the gym. There's different gym things you can do. If your name isn't Jim, you can still do it. It's okay. So if your name is Jim, you're probably all right too. And then we've got the gym and tonic, which is the healthy juice bar. Hey, I like that. I wonder if that juice is included or if you have to pay for the healthy juice oh i don't know i'd i'd like some healthy juice i bet you have to actually when we're done with this i want to make some tea okay we can do that we went to uh john's pass a place over here near st petersburg uh on your on her birthday and we also went to a, a spice shop in downtown st pete and we got some some spices but at the one in john's pass we got some tea and it's uh delicious delicious Thanks, Starbucks, for killing T-Vanna, you jerks. Anyway, um, yeah, so there's there's like, okay, so this is the area where there's some, some little hot tubs, and then there's a big hot tub, and the thing that stood out to me in this big hot tub is that there's seating in the middle of the hot tub. So imagine a big circle hot tub with a cross section, like a plus sign of seats in the middle. How do you know it's not a multiplication sign? Could be. Depends on, you know, how you're looking at it. Depends, Depends on, on your, your angle. angle. Yeah. Uh, but I like that. It just seems like it's really accommodating for people to actually sit. Which so that is there's like nice. space. Yeah. I like yeah. it. And it looks pretty big. Like it could seat a lot of people in there. Yeah. So, like more than three. Yeah. So lots of human soup. Ew. Next is the aquatic club, which is basically the pool. The pool deck. And are those beds? Um. Yeah. Those look like beds. I bet those are hard to come by, but yeah, they're uh, so you have your like loungers laying out, but then you've got right around the pool these like foam-looking bed things. I'm not a person that lays out at the pool, but if I were, this is the kind of thing I would want. I like to. I don't mind laying by the pool. I prefer to be like off to the side a little bit in like a half-shaded sort of an area yeah. where I'm still like outside. 
and like maybe my toes are getting a little bit of sun. That's fair. Except they usually get burnt, so then I pull them in. Okay. But um, so I'm still like feeling it, but I'm not really in it. Yeah, I like to just be in the water or just away from the pool. Yeah. <laughs> but but it looks nice. It looks it looks pretty crowded though. I don't know how. I don't know how that looks with lots of people in it, but yeah. Um, but it looks nice. It looks nice. And then we've got the the tune up Manny Petty. Oh, with a beautiful view of whatever's out the windows. I mean, I need somebody to go on a cruise with me on this ship and get some petties with me because it looks nice. It looks much nicer than the view we had when we did our pedicures. Oh, that's right. Will you do a pedicure with me here? Depends on how expensive they were, because I wasn't like. Loving the pedicure, it was fine. It was okay. I didn't hate it. When but you were doing it, you said you liked it. It was it was all right. I mean, it wasn't terrible. But then my feet, like, remember what happened to my feet on the cruise? They like got raw. Yeah, but you said it, it. You thought it was maybe because of the shoes. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I think he's he's just blaming it on the pedicure because it's a girl thing. No, they, look, I am not the person to be like, "Oh, it's a girl thing." Like, I'm good with the girl things. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, the whole front of that floor, that deck is basically the mega rock star quarters. Like the whole thing. Like it's the size of the theater. Um, it's probably not really, but it's big. Yeah. Maybe that's multiple ones. I don't know. Are there mi- mo- rock star quarters? Yeah, so, yeah, looks like so there's, there's three, three of them. Of them. Still, still, I don't know. They're expensive. I can never afford it. I don't even want to think about it because I don't really need that either. I don't want to be in a room while I'm on a ship anyway. I mean, if you can afford it, and I'm sure it's wonderful, but I don't. Yeah, I I don't mind. It's great. That's all I need. I don't. I'm a simple person. I don't need all this extravaganza. You're a simple person. Yeah, I mean, mostly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't need like just like all the like this ship seems really cool. But again, like I, I'm not saying I won't and wouldn't enjoy all these amenities and stuff. I'm just saying that I don't need them to have a wonderful time. All I need is some fresh air and a view of the ocean, some food that doesn't taste disgusting and some port stops where I can scuba dive or see cool creatures. And I'm good to go. All right, so up to deck 16, we've got the Athletic Club. Which, which is the adult playground. Which is ironic because there are no non-adults on here, but there's lots of fun and games and things like that up yeah, here, right? There's, there's giant chess yeah. and there's like the boxing ring thing, yeah. which was kind of cool. Um, there's this net that like... Looks terrifying. Kind of, yeah. Like you get on a catamaran, but it's yeah. up on this deck and then it... It doesn't go to the water. Like, it goes no. to the deck below. So, so you'll so, definitely die if you fall through it. Well, no. I mean, it'll go to the... I mean... I'd rather fall in the water if I was going to fall, like, three stories. Yeah, but if you fall in the water, you're done for. No, if you fall in the water, you have a chance. If yeah. you fall in the deck, you Yeah, splat. but if you fall in the water, the ship's not going to come back and get you. Yes, it is. It's going to try. It might not Not if the you. shark comes and eats you. Okay. <laughs> Who are you? I'm just kidding. All right. Anyway, it'll be the killer whale. Okay. Anyway, then you've got <laughs> then you've got the cabanas, which are what they sound like. They're shaded spaces. Yeah, I like those spaces. And they those, look nice. And those, they don't charge you for those, right? Nope. Just first come, first serve. So yeah, which I don't, again, I don't know how easily accessible those would be, but they're there. 
Um, and then maybe this is the part you're thinking of. This is the training camp. This looks mm. like cardio stuff. Group, group fitness, fitness area. area. So yeah. they, I guess they do classes and stuff. Yeah, like, and uh, group f- fitness is included. So you don't yes. have to pay extra for those group fitness classes like they, you do on other cruise lines. They really tried to not nickel and dime you. Yes, there are some extras you can pay for, but... Um, I don't really feel like I get nickel and dimed on cruise ships, but I know some people do. And it's probably because I don't do some of the things that they nickel and dime you for because I don't care about them. But uh, but they really tried to go out of their way to not make it feel that way, which kudos to them for that. And then we've got the Sun Club Bar, which is... Um, Frozen drinks and bar. Okay, yeah. Which and, sounds good to me. And it looks like it kind of overlooks... The pool area, yeah, basically. Yeah, where that juice bar is, like upstairs. Yeah, so if you want the juice with the good stuff in it, you go upstairs. <laughs> Healthy juice downstairs. Fun juice upstairs. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you've got Richard's Rooftop, which I think is a VIP, yeah, VIP yeah. Sun Deck and Bar. So you got to be in like a suite or something like that to get into this area. But it's there if you are one of those people that can get up there. You've got that. And then we've got, finally, we've got Deck 17. Which is the top. Which is the top. And that is the Perch. Which is an outdoor wellness space. And it looks like um, some cushions that you can sit on. And they do yoga up here. I think they I think they said they do, like, yoga up in this area. Okay. And then there's the runway, which uh, I'm not one to jog, but... Um, it's kind of a cool, like, it's specifically for jogging. It's and not it, like it goes through a walkway. Right. There's not going to be people walking in front of you that are just randomly wandering yeah. around because it's definitely for jogging and it's kind of its own little bridge in certain areas. It's If you are one of those people that likes to jog, this is definitely, a, I think, going to be a cool place to do that. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. That's the Scarlet Lady. So pretty cool. I, I mean... Um, it looks like a neat ship. It, it looks like something that I would like to definitely try at some point. It's, it's changing a lot of things from what we think of as cruising and it's doing it intentionally and with purpose. And, um, I think some of it's going to be probably a fad that won't last, but I think some of it's going to be, uh, things that, that change, cruising for everyone so i i'm pretty excited about this cruise line still yeah i i'm hoping in the next couple of years or so we can go on it plus bimini right i desperately want to go to bimini so yeah there you go that is the scarlet lady cruise tour audio your audio cruise tour i guess it's time for the cruise creature then Okay. And uh, we thought since, well, since Virgin has an, a special resort on Bimini, we would pick a Bimini animal. Like a special Bimini animal. It's very special Bimini animal. So special, in fact, that it's an animal that I had never even heard of. I didn't know these existed. And uh, you might think, well, it's probably like, a you know, some weird mammal or something. Matt doesn't know mammals. No, no, no. It's a snake. It is a snake. The Bimini Boa. And it's a pretty snake. It's a beautiful snake. Do you want to describe the snake? Yeah. It's, um, let me bring the picture back up. I was not prepared for you to ask me <laughs> to do that. Describe the snake. 
Um, so it's um, it's a dark colored snake. It kind of like like you said before, it kind of looks like the carpet python kind of coloration ish and pattern. Um, but it's shiny. It's like iridescent. Yeah, it's got like a dark, almost black background with sort of a grayish or tan markings, kind of, I think, a creamy colored belly. But it has this iridescence, which is similar to rainbow boas. So, you know, when you look at a parking lot and there's oil on the parking lot and uh, the light hits it a certain way and you see like that rainbow shimmer effect. That's the kind of iridescence that rainbow boas have. And these guys were originally grouped in the same genus as rainbow boas, although from what I can tell, they've been moved out of that group. But I could see why they would put them in there based on that characteristic. How big do they get? Did you see that? Yeah, up to eight feet. Eight feet long? So that's a pretty normal-sized boa. So, by the way, boas, so out there in the world of constrictors, large constrictors, there are the boas and pythons, which are very closely related, but there are some big differences. One, boas, on the whole, are all New World animals. So North America, Central America, South America. There are some in Madagascar. So there are some, there's always an exception to every rule. The pythons are Old World. So Asia, Africa, Australia, and there are some pythons that are New worlds that are, but only a couple species, one or two species. So, um, on the whole, that's the way it works. Boas are live bears, or uh, technically they're not, but they appear to be live bears. Their babies are born out of mama snake, and they don't come out of an egg. And you know, like she doesn't lay eggs. Pythons do. Pythons lay eggs. Boas are what we call ovoviviparous, which means that they basically have an egg type mechanism inside mom, not a shell. It's more like a, like a liquidy layer of, I don't know, thing. And then they're, and then they're born. Sometimes they're still in that layer, but they, they don't like hatch out of an egg that was incubated or something like that. So that's, those are two of the big differences between boas and python. So Bimini, of course, it's a small Island. So it has this species of boa, that has been living on there. And the pe- people that lived there knew about it for a long time, but science kind of found it in like the, I think it said the 1940s mm-hmm. or something like that. 41. So, yeah. So, and then it was described and there's been a lot of taxonomy stuff going on with it. it like I said, it was hard to find information out about it. The fact that I didn't had never even heard of the snake surprises me because I've heard of most species of snakes, especially if they're anywhere near the new world. I'm very familiar with new world snakes, especially boas and pythons. Like I know some of their relatives that, um, that I'm familiar with that are very similar species of snakes, other, other boas that are native to like Dominican Republic and Haiti and stuff like that. But anyway, these guys were, were put into dire straits in the sixties cause they were really collected by the pet trade and there was not a lot of regulation. The locals called them foul snakes, I think, because they, they will eat birds. So they'll eat your chickens and stuff like that. Uh, when they're little, they eat anoles and little lizards. But um, but the the people were made aware of the importance of this very unique serpent. And uh, protection measures have been put in place. And it sounds like their numbers are starting to come back. And uh, they're starting to flourish again, at least in South Bimini. So interesting. 
right? That's a beautiful snake, um, the bimini boa. Anything you want to add about the bimini boa? I'd like to have a bimini, bimini boa. Well, only if they are... Only if they are sustainably sore. So only well, yes, if they're captive bred from a population because we don't wanna we don't wanna become part of the problem. But no, they are no, no, no. they do look really pretty. They are very pretty. And why not add another snake to the collection? <laughs> we've got a python, might as well get a boa, right? Right. We've got we've what? got the colubrid, we've got the python, we need a boa, and then and then we get into I wanna I wanna get snakes, a king snake too. King snake, yes. Okay. And then we have a serpentarium, basically, is what is what we're talking about here. So anyway, that's that's the cruise creature. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Virgin Scarlet Later. Wow, later, Virgin later, later, later. <laughs> hey sailor, um, the Virgin Voyages Scarlet Lady, and the Bimini Boa. That was fun. Yeah, I learned a lot about this ship. Did you? Uh, I did. Well, or did you already know everything? I'd, I'd forgotten a lot of it. And the last time that I did sort of a tour of it was with the cruise geeks. And there were a few renderings, but that was it. So to really see these places and understand them um, makes it a lot more real because it is real. It is real. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else is real? What? I'm going to say something that's going to be really upsetting here for a second. Okay. If this was like normal. Oh, yeah. We'd be getting on a cruise ship tomorrow. Oh, but hurts. we're not. That hurts. No, we're not. No, so. We're not. That was painful. I'm sorry. But, oh, but we painful. will be next September. So let's head for the horizon. <laughs> and until next time. Have a fantastic week, everybody. back and uh, we're going to give you some more limericks it's limerick time okay it's limerick time it's i was trying to do elvis since we had the elvis well it's limerick time today and you know it's gonna be fun we're gonna rhyme those rhymes until we're done and i'm out of any words more to words? say all right so go ahead you want a limerick first sure i'll limerick first all right all right my first cruise was only three days. That ship felt like a big maze. It was a bit short out of Tampa Bay Port. Now vacations are cruises always. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get back to that. Hopefully. Here's mine. We all want to get back to the cruise, but we keep getting more bad news. Until this virus is done, it will ruin our fun. So when we start up, we'll need lots of booze. <laughs>